Just imagine you're working on a beautiful painting and you want to make changes, right? You're an artist. You want to experiment with different colors, try different new techniques. Well, it would be a nightmare if you had to start over from scratch every time, right? Well, the same logic and concept applies to programming, too. That's right. In this episode, you're going to dive into a crucial topic for any aspiring Python dev, which is Git, a powerful tool for version control and collaboration. Welcome to PyPod Chronicles, a series that brings our tech blog to life in a whole new way. Covering an array of topics surrounding Python and tech, from programming tips, best practices, and so much more. Let's get immersed in Python with the Nerd Nook on the go. Welcome back, guys, to another episode of PyPod Chronicles. If you're new here, I'm your host, Josh, or you probably know me from the blog as Rusty Raccoon. Well, before I dive into today's episode, and you know it's about Git, right? Version control. I want to tell you guys about a Git guide that I actually made for you. It's the first link in the description. Head on down there and pick up your free copy of my handcrafted Python and Git starter pack that you can use on your programming journey today. It's the first link in the description down below. Git might seem intimidating at first, but don't worry too much because that's why I'm here. I'm here to break it down for you in a way that even a complete beginner can understand. When you're writing code, you're going to make mistakes and you're going to make changes. And along the way, you also want to experiment with different approaches, right? And this is how we get better. So things go wrong all the time, and that's where Git comes to the rescue. Git is just like our sketchbook. It means you can experiment with it, and then you always have an option to go back to the previous working code exam anytime you want. So it's like having a time machine <laughs> to go back in time as a software dev. Git makes it easy to collaborate, merge changes, and basically keep everything organized. Now before you get into Git, you do have to install it. Okay, so you can visit the Git website and just download the installer for your operating system. And once you have it installed, I'm going to touch on just a few Git basics that you're going to need. Think of Git as a tool that helps you manage different versions of your project. These versions are called commits, and they represent a snapshot of your code at any particular point in time. There's too much to cover in a short time, so I'm only going to scratch the surface here. But don't worry, by experimenting and practicing, you're going to get better in no time. Practice, 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 make projects, use Git, you're going to get better. Now, to begin, let's open up, I'm going to use VS Code here, and I'm going to create a new folder where I want to store my project. Inside that folder, I'm going to put all my Python files or anything I might need, right? I'm just setting up a project that's normal. Now that we have a project ready to go, I'm going to open my terminal. I'm on a Mac, so I'm going to do Command-J through Windows, Control-J works too. Okay, and I want to CD into my current project. Once I'm in my current project and I have Git initialized, in the bash terminal it's now time to activate Git. We need to create what we call a repository. And for now on I'm going to call them repos. A Git repo. Right? This is like a project within Git. To do so, in your bash, I'm going to run git init. And this command essentially initializes a new git repo within the current directory. And init just translates to start or active. Now that I've activated git, it's time to add the files to my project repo. To tell git to start tracking these files, you need to use the add order. You need to add them more specifically to the staging area. 
And think of the staging area as a place where you prepare your changes before they are sent off to the repo, before they are committed. To do this, you can run in your terminal git add and then the name of your file. If you want to speed things up or it's your first commit, be careful here, you can say git add period. And that's going to add everything you have within your folder to this commit. Once you've added the files to the staging area, now it's time to make that first commit. And remember, a commit is like a save point in your project's history, so you can think of it as taking a snapshot of your code. It's like you're saving or a checkpoint. We are going to run in our terminal git commit hyphen m, and then as a string, I'm going to give a name. What do I want to call this checkpoint so I can look back on it in future times? Great, that's it. Right? That's, I mean, that's pretty much how we are committing or saving a project. Okay. If you want to check your commit history or all your save history, all you have to do is run git log in your terminal. And git log is going to provide you with all your comments along with all those hashes or unique identifiers along the way. Okay, so I just ran you through a basic git commit, but what if you need to actually create a repository on a place like GitHub or something? Right? Git is it's not a hosting platform. GitHub is a hosting platform for your code, right? And on your GitHub account, you should head over there, sign up if you haven't already, create a new repository, and then you're going to receive a remote repository URL, okay? We want to copy this, okay? And heading back into my VS Code, in my terminal of my project, I'm going to run git remote add origin and then pasting my URL. This git command tells git to link your local repo to the remote repo using the name origin. Origin is just like a common naming convention. You could theoretically name it anything, right? But as devs, we like to stick to customary names. And origin is like that. Once we've added the origin that we're sending our code off to, it's time to push our code there. When I say push, I just mean send, right? With everything set up, it's time to send our code off to our remote project and host it on GitHub. To do this in your terminal, git push origin main, right? Most of the time I'm on the main branch. A lot of times you may have it called master, right? But the setup you're looking for is git push origin followed by the name of your branch. Now, speaking of branches, right? Let's talk about those real quick. Branches are a feature of Git that allow you to work on different features of a same project in isolation. So think of a branch as a separate path of development. And imagine like uh, you're writing a book and you want to work on two different chapters at the same time. Well, you can create two branches, one for each chapter without affecting the other. To create a new branch, right, everything I'm doing here is done on my terminal. I'm going to say Git branch and then the name of the branch right so git branch new feature git branch home screen whatever you want the branch to be called this creates a new branch with that title now you need to switch to that branch you're not switched to it yet you're on the main branch in order to switch that branch we run the command git checkout in the name of your branch so if i had a branch called new feature that i've just made i could say git checkout new feature now anytime i'm coding here i am on a separate branch from the main project anytime you want to make changes on here you already know those commands you can say git add in the file you want to change and then git commit 
with a name for your commit. And now you'll be able to see these changes within your project. So to give you a sense of how Git can be used in a collaborative workflow, let's walk through a common scenario. So imagine, okay, imagine you're working on a feature with a team. This is how you could use Git on a daily basis to interact with other developers or even yourself on your team. Cloning a repo, right? Each team starts by cloning a remote repo to their local machine using the command git clone, right? You'll be doing this all the time as a developer. You could be creating branches. Team members create a new branch for the feature they're working on, not to interfere with everyone else. If they make changes, they make changes on their respective branch. And then all these changes are then committed and pushed using those commands, git commit, and git push to the main code. We can pull and resolve conflicts. We can merge and test our code. And then you're really merging to the main branch once you've ran all your tests. And this is clearly just a cycle of rinse, wash, and repeat. On a constant basis, you're interacting with other code along the way to make updates to the master code, to add on to the master code, you name it, all while working in a collaborative working environment. So some additional git commands that you may see is like git status. And this allows you to check the status of your working directory. And it shows you all the files you've modified, staged, or untracked. There's a command called git diff. And this allows you to view the differences between the current state of your code and the last version. You could delete a branch of your code, right? Git branch delete. You could stash your code. This one's important, git stash. This allows you to temporarily save changes that you're not ready to commit, allowing you to switch between branches without committing unfinished work. So imagine you're in a lunch break or you go home for the night. That's when you might want to use git stash. And then finally, git merge. Merge allows you to combine the changes from one branch into another. Wow, I've talked a lot about git in this episode, but that's great because we use that in our development journey. Now, to wrap up this episode, you've just went through a journey to mastering Git, or at least being introduced to Git, which is a vital tool for version control and collaboration in the world of Python development. But not only Python, just development in general. Remember, Git is all about managing your project's history, working with branches, and collaborating effectively with your team. As a beginner, it's perfectly normal to feel a bit overwhelmed at first. That's fine. I get that still. But with practice, you'll become more comfortable with Git, and you're going to ask yourself how you ever managed to work on projects without it. Keep experimenting, making commits, collaborating. Git is a skill that will serve you well throughout your coding journey. Well, guys, that was today's episode. And remember, I made a Git handcrafted guide for you guide as an extension of my free Python starter pack. Head on down to the link in the description and pick up your copy today. That's all for today's episode, guys, as I took you through Git on a fundamental level. Head on out there and try and experiment with Git before next week's episode. Until next time, guys, thanks for tuning in for this week's episode of PyPod Chronicles. Mm -hmm.